Delphina here to tell you about a cool project Thane and Crispy have been up to, Battle Damage, a beat-em-up mini art book. It's a zine collecting works by over 15 artists, and it features the fight or flight of battle. Whether it be the aftermath of a skirmish or the heat of the fight, this anthology is not for the faint of heart. If you want to pre-order a copy, visit sevensmith.net slash battle damage to find it on Kickstarter until November 22nd. Rawr! Thanks so much for supporting our work. Welcome to Screen Tones, where we talk anything and everything about comics. Today, we're going to be talking about a fearsome subject, which strikes cold terror into the hearts of all webcomic creators and readers who hear it. That is the dreaded hiatus. Dun, dun, dun! I'm Remy. I use she, they pronouns, and I make the webcomic Kate Blast. Hi, I'm Varathane. I use she, they pronouns, and I make the webcomics Chiralt and Witchwood. I'm Crispy, I use she, they pronouns, and I make the webcomic Ghost Junk Sickness. And I'm Delphina, and I use she, her pronouns, and I make the webcomic Sombulous. If you've been making or reading webcomics for any length of time, you're probably familiar with the term hiatus. Webcomics go on hiatus when things come up for the creator, either on or offline, that impacts their ability to keep updating the story. Sometimes a hiatus is short, plan break, and afterwards the comic comes back. Sometimes they last a little longer, and unfortunately, sometimes comics never return to updating afterwards, which has given the term hiatus a bit of a bad rap among webcomic readers. But it doesn't have to be bad. Um, Today we're going to talk about it. Yeah, so uh, to start things off, have any of you guys ever had to put your comic on hiatus or taking a scheduled break or change things up with the way that you're uh, updating your, your comic. So uh, tell us a little bit about why. Um, so most of my uh, breaks or what I would call hiatuses happened while I was working on Chiralt. Um, Cause <laughs> I mean, it was my first comic, so I didn't fully have like a, a workflow figured out at that point. I was creating it in a way that is best described as very chaotic Uh, I didn't have an update schedule at all until probably seven or eight months had gone by. And I was making pages very, very quickly, like six to eight pages in a day. And then I would just upload all of them to the website like two or three times a week. Um, And it took a while for me to realize like other webcomics I'm reading have these things called update schedules. And maybe I should have one of those too. Um, cause then I could, you know, save the pages that were, that I was producing significantly faster than most comics were, web, were updating at that point in time. And around, uh, I think I started in like March and then in September I decided to update, uh, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it turned out to be a really good call because in December of the same year, uh, I burned out pretty hard and stopped making pages for quite a few months after that. Uh, and there was a, a certain period where I wasn't totally sure whether I would return to the comic, but, uh, 
like just enough hints that other people were reading the comic started to trickle in by that point because I had built up enough pages that it could kind of keep going for a while before it would really hit that spot. So I, I think the actual visible hiatus of this comic has stopped updating probably only lasted for a couple of months. Um, and then after that, the main, the biggest hiatus I probably went on was when I went to animation school a few years after that. I stopped updating for about six months. For part of that time, uh, I was posting kind of a different side comic that I had produced a couple of years earlier, uh, intending to have it as like a short that I could sell at conventions. So I had that updating in place of the regular comic episode uh, updates. And once that ran out, it was just like, okay, it's just going to be stopped for a little bit uh, before it came back. And I guess the uh, once I started Witchwood several years after that, I wanted to plan much further ahead. Um, so I didn't actually start posting the comic at all publicly until I had finished a good 72 pages or so. And my main goal was to update the comic just a little bit slower than I could make the comic with that kind of being my goal so that I could avoid needing to take a really long break. And at this point, I mean, uh, the comic has been active for three years now and my buffer has actually grown in that time. So if I encounter like a problem or like I burn out, I get tired or something like that, I have actually on a few occasions just taken a whole month off of working on the comic and it'll just keep updating as if nothing's happening because I'm far enough ahead. My main consideration now is just that like if I see it starting to actively shrink, I'll be like, okay, well, my next goal is to just kind of build build that back up in the background. I think there's a lot of freedom to that approach, too, because when you're not under the gun, then you're not as stressed. So you don't necessarily need to, like, plan those those huge breaks because you're just like, I can take a break any time I want to. I mean, it's definitely true because being able to, like, work ahead in my comic, I, I work in very, very large batches of pages. Uh, I'll often sketch an entire chapter before I start even inking the chapter, uh, just so that I can see how the whole thing flows together. And this means that like the time where I start sketching page one, and the time where I start finishing page one, it might be like two months apart. But it's not really an issue because I don't have to post that page next week, it's not going to go up for another five or six months. So I can kind of look at the whole thing all together and uh, see how the story flows and edit things and take things out. Um, and, and, and to, to Delphi's point as well, like being under that pressure for making stuff, uh, Thane, you made a really good point as well about uploading the pages at a slower uh, pace than how you create them and whatnot. And I think that's absolutely key because, you know, as we've talked in previous episodes, uh, i.e. hats, there's a lot that goes into web comics that also needs that extra time to do it. Now, my case is really, really different from like the group here because um, my comic is made with two of us. So we've actually never, ever taken a break just because of the production schedule is always like consistent. And, you know, what I do relies on the other person. So we always have to keep each other accountable for each step as we go along. 
And that's really helped us kind of understand our production levels and understand our output. Because um, I remember when we did have the tiniest break was our transition from Ink Blazers to Hiveworks. So when Ink Blazers went under, uh, we had applied to Hiveworks, and I think it was at about a month. I think that was the longest place, and so we didn't take a break because um, we didn't have content or we wanted to step back. It was just because we didn't have anywhere to go or post. But in that meantime, we also did still have the buffer and everything, so that we are were protected in a sense to create our other projects, which was printing, because that is something that's kind of a key part to like how we tell a story is that printing in the format, it's a big part of it. So by the time we actually got on board with Hiveworks, we had our first book printed. And so that that really helped. I still don't understand how <laughs> we produced the pages that we did. I think we were just really, really excited because I remember our update schedules were once a month we would drop 30 pages uh, for Ghost That's Junk. That's a lot of pages. I, oh, yeah, my God. I don't know. I, I look back at the Tumblr posts because we would make announcements and we would used to do these title cards that used to be like, half of the chapter is up or read now and i'm like how what what wizard possessed us how did we do this anyway <laughs> i want to meet that wizard yeah. i want to meet that time wizard yeah <laughs> the <laughs> only thing that i was like really excited about was the fact that i'm like wow we got book one out fast but i would never like put that upon other people because like that was i think in a time when we were I don't even know we were in college. I don't know what was possessing us. Don't do that anyway. <laughs> I don't know. So many finals and, and and thesis stuff was due. I don't know what happened. But anyway, it did. And I don't recommend it just because I look back at some of that stuff. And I do still have regrets because of the rush. And, you know, the really, really cool thing about web comics is that you do have that time to pickle and think about your concepts as it's slowly kind of coming out the door, because I, I've rewritten the comic many times because of that. Yeah, and I think, like, having that heavy of a workload and have expectation, you're playing Russian roulette there, where, yeah. like, uh, uh, you you in space probably got a little lucked out that, you know, you guys came out of that without burning out, because mm -hmm. you give that workload to nine out of ten creators, and they're gonna they're going to be in for a world of hurt. So yeah. like, so like, it's, it's, it's awesome that you and space were able to pull through that, but also it's like, oh my God, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, like a big part of it is understanding the output that you have. I don't think I would ever attempt that now because on top of creating comics and having a day job and blah, 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 I, um, with the buffer that we have and we've fine tuned our process, I have the time to work on illustrations i have the time to work on community projects or i have the time to do studies which is really important to getting better at art and getting to the places i want to be so i definitely you know encourage understanding that process and finding it out so like i said we never took an official break but you know there was still a lot of fine-tuning that we got to understand to kind of get us to the place that we are now 
Yeah, fine tuning is such a good way of putting it because I think we all go through this period where there's like a honeymoon period, like just when we're starting the comic and you're really excited about the idea. Um, and especially I could see if you're working with space, then you have these two people who are bouncing back and forth and kind of generating this enthusiasm between one another if, you, if you're a team. And so that can last for a while, but it's not sustainable. And so when you're trying to figure out your schedule and what's reasonable and stuff like you do need to get through that part where all of the fresh ideas are out all your pieces are on the table now you're kind of getting towards the boring stuff and like maybe you need to slow down um, I know for me also comics um, are a hobby that I do as stress relief so the more stressed out I was the more pages I was making because I just needed that outlet. And so sometimes that was not indicative of what a, a healthy pace would look like. But, you know, thankfully for Sombulus, I do take breaks. I always have. Um, I take a break after every chapter and my chapters are usually about 100 pages. So um, at 100 pages or, you know, you, end of the year, I'll usually be taking some sort of break. And it's just, um, it's nice to, to take breaks around the holidays, um, just have a little breather because I'm only one person and I like to try to keep a check on my energy levels. Yeah, I recommend taking breaks between chapters just in general. It's something that I started doing deliberately with Witchwood, even though I had enough of a buffer that like I could keep posting. And my between chapter breaks when the comic is not updating for a couple of weeks, two to three weeks usually, um, it doesn't mean that I'm not working on the comic. Uh, usually there will be a two to three per week period where I do stop working on the comic, but it doesn't line up with when the comic is visibly on break at all, thanks to the buffer. And also a really, really good kind of like little aspect to kind of pick up here is that when you do have these breaks in your comic creating process, it's good to go back and reread the work that you have put out so that you kind of understand how you're growing, where you're growing and seeing where your comic is heading towards because like i just said um we've rewritten a lot of ghost junk sickness because of how we've grown as uh writers too so yeah i'm only one person um and so my my philosophy is is just you know i can't plan when i get sick i can't plan like when i'm gonna go to a convention or you know maybe other life stuff will happen and like my plot might be going through like something really cool and I don't want to interrupt it. So the more breaks I can take when I decide the, the fewer breaks that will happen in these really emotional scenes where I don't want to ruin the momentum of the story. Um, unfortunately right now, another thing I didn't plan was this thumb injury. Um, I'm in a super fun position right now, um, where I am in limbo because there's something wrong with the tendons in my hand and it's taking a very long time for insurance to forward me to the correct places to <laughs> figure this out. So I have to make a choice. I burned through my buffer. I, I went from two pages a week to one page a week right now. And in that time, I've kind of learned to, to draw with some of my other fingers, but I'm, I'm trying to, to make it work, but um, make, basically get to the next point where I can, I can get to that plot beat. And then I fully expect to have to, you know, just step out for a little while. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. I've only got one body. I've only, I have to take care of my health. And even though it's not ideal, even though it's not like the 
most convenient thing. I have to I have to take care of myself, and um, and if that happens, I hope my readers will understand. And most of them are. Most of them are being very understanding. And and that's what you just said, Delphi. Right there is that you only have yourself. And again, I keep referencing this episode. I'm so sorry, everyone. We are the the wearers of all the hats. So all of those responsibilities fall on us. And if it's us that are being hurt, well, that's where production stops. So. I'm really sorry to hear about that, Delphi. Yeah, it's fine. It's, um, you know, it happens and anything can happen at any point. It's just a really good reminder mm-hmm. that you can you can be the most responsible person in the world. You can have the stablest schedule and something can come up out of nowhere. And yep. it, you know, that's that's life. You do what you can while you can. Yeah. And like, and just no, no comic is worth you know, wrecking your, your health over as well. And that's, so that's definitely good to you know take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Cause like, you know, but if you can't take care of yourself, you know, you can't take care of your comic, you know? So uh, my experience with hiatus has been quite a lot for a lot of various different reasons. Some good, some bad, some, you know, kind of, uh, you know, gestures vaguely at the state of the world. But uh, the longest hiatus I took, was uh a i took a nine month break uh where i just cold stopped in the middle of chapter three um and this was you know as sort of uh was mentioned earlier you know a lot of people take breaks and use breaks to kind of go back into their scripts and kind of be like okay well you know how can i tweak this and stuff uh and i did some pretty major tweaking of the of the of the script and the entire way the story was going such that where I was in in that particular chapter, those changes would change entire plot arcs that would were supposed to come up within a couple pages. So I had to basically be a full stop. Okay, we're not uploading until I sort this out. Um, and what I initially sort of thought was going to take me a couple weeks, sort of, you know, redo the script, go back in, dive in. I ended up taking, I think, about three months just with going in and... Uh, noodling around with the script and the the total outline and i came out of that with having the entire outline of the comic done so it's all basically outlined and written the downside was it grinded my entire production to a halt so i had to sort of reacclimate to you know sort of okay here's how i'm making pages here's you know some of the things i want to study and get better at um, all while this was 2020, so everyone knows what happens then. <laughs> um, so it was it was a big, you know, took a lot of effort to sort of start getting back into the swing of things and, you know, took nine months. One thing I want to really, really commend you here, Renny, with a lot of things is the fact that, you know, you often talk about the fact that this is your first webcomic and you're doing a lot of these things as a first of kind of thing and i think that's really really commendable with how much your understanding limits and knowing where to stop knowing where to grow and to see a kate blast grow from what it has been i think it would even two years ago to now because you're taking those those steps to make sure that you're uh good and that the story makes sense to you and stuff like that and learning at the same time like that's a huge feat you should be really proud Uh, of that yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 a ton of work and like you know i i I hammer this home and 
basically like half the episodes I'm on where it's, you know, you got to take care of yourself first and like know how you work and understand your own limits and mm-hmm. like, and not be afraid to sort of adjust those on the fly. Cause like a couple of the other breaks that I've taken is I always, as Delphi said, I always do the two weeks after at the end of every chapter is we're going to take a break. Let's you kind of take a break, forced break. If you need a new, if you need it. And it also lets the readers sort of ruminate on sort of the things that just that they just read. So I think it's it works out very well for for comic creators to take advantage of the fact that almost every webcomic takes those after chapter breaks. Because um, those are great times where you're like, boy, I need a vacation coming up or something. You can plan for that. Or I need to deal with this medical thing, which I had happened to also have this year. Check that off the uh, hiatus reasons box. Um and I recently changed up my schedule entirely from twice a week to once a week because said medical stuff ended up changing the way I produce comics. Uh, not necessarily in a bad way, uh, but I definitely think that it's, you know, it was me sort of listening to, okay, I'm not making pages faster than I'm uploading them. I need to swap that around. And eventually I'll get the buffer back up to where I want it to be, where it's, you know, I can go back to twice a week. But it's all about listening to what your body and your brain are telling you. And if you can't do that, you're going to burn out. <laughs> so we all have some amount of experience with kind of putting putting a comic on break or taking a full hiatus. Um, so the second question in this episode is about kind of how that break itself was like structured. Um, did you post any kind of filler content during the break? like a side story, guest art, or other comic-related art? And uh, if so, how did you go about choosing or soliciting that? Um, so like I've said before, we haven't done a whole bunch of breaks or none at all with Ghost Junk, but we did have, uh, I guess it would be considered a break from not posting any pages. Um, with our anniversary last year, we had a call for guest art. So what we would do is we would uh, gather you know, some cool fan art that we got for the comic and then update that once a day as the thing to make the site quote unquote active or anything like that to draw people to read the comic um, while it's on like this mini, I'm going to call it a siesta as art is being put up. So it's a really good thing to kind of like, you know, more low effort on the creator side that you're, you're kind of getting this nice art, you're just posting it and, you know, people are enjoying it uh, with you to do that. But I mean, other than that, yeah, most of the stuff has been while we do the comics. So, <laughs> was there uh, any kind of like process? Like, did you request the like guest art and stuff in advance, or how did you how did you do that? Um, we made a call out. A call out. No, you don't call those posts that. We're calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> We made a, a call for our, um, I think it was a month or so in advance. I think it might have been two months or a month and a half uh, just to celebrate the comics anniversary. So, you know, with the, the the fact that it was just like, oh, this is a celebration too, I think helped gather the art uh, with that. But I mean, I encourage regardless, like if you're someone who wants to have uh, something updating while you're kind of having a break or even a creative break so that you can do like a side comic and you don't want to work on the main comic you know that that's that's totally okay to do that too and uh, to ask regardless if you want like you know uh, guest art featured and stuff like that um, 
ask it on your socials like Twitter or Tumblr or wherever you're kind of more active in the community to kind of help that going. You got to remind people too. I see this all the time where people are like, oh, I'm going on break. Can anyone do a thing? And like, maybe they did give you enough time in advance and, but you didn't remind people and people, it slips people's minds so quickly. So, so make sure like, sometimes it's almost more work for me. <laughs> like I, I don't even want to bother like asking for guest art because it's just like, I'm going to have to remind people to do it and <laughs> have to set a deadline. But, um, but it's a completely valid way to go. So just remember to that people don't always remember to put it on their calendar and they need some, some refreshers to, Oh yeah, this is something I wanted to do. So, so that's why I'm not really super, I used to do a little more guest art. Um, right now, I just sort of hoard it like a dragon in a, my little guest art folder. And then if I, if I want to post it during my break, I'll do that. Um, the last couple of um, between chapter breaks that I've done for Sombulus, I've actually posted um, short stories that were featured in Spider Forest anthologies. These were standalone stories. They were meant to go into this anthology, but per the terms of the anthology, once it's out, I can do anything with the story that I want to. So they made really nice little interstitial things um, just little character featurettes. Um, people really enjoyed those. Um, again, I don't necessarily want to be doing more work when I'm trying to take a break. So a lot of times I don't put filler content up. I just let things go radio silent for a while. I do try to say, here's the date that it's coming back. You know, I'm, I'm going to be back on January something and just hang out till then. But for me, sometimes that's that's the less stressful option. I feel like it's important to get webcomic readers more used to seeing comics just go radio silent for a couple weeks. Big agree. We're not Netflix. We're not coming out with like a new series every other week. So just like I, I do think that taking breaks, even if you don't need them, like is a good thing for mm -hmm. the community. It's it's good to show that readers that like we're not machines we're humans and we need to take breaks and that used to happen like with seasons of things you are used to waiting a little while between season one and season two so it should be the same with web comics don't don't stress out over this idea that you can't ever take a break don't don't do that oh yeah a thousand percent and if anyone kind of tries to uh make you feel bad for taking a break Tell them to mind their own business. I mean, come on. It's we're, we're, we're only human. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I've done a couple of breaks where I posted content through them. Uh, I mentioned in my answer to the first question how I had that mini comic that I posted while I was going through animation school. And I had made that primarily for cons without really thinking about keeping it kind of stockpiled to go up on the main site. but when I just had it sitting on the back burner, I was like, this is relevant. It features backstory on a character that appears in the comic, which isn't need to know information, which is why it was a separate thing that I printed in its own little mini comic instead of with the main books. Uh, but it provided a fun kind of break and a diversion. And uh, there was another time that I posted uh, kind of guest art on Geralt and it was it was kind of an unusual period in the comic's life because this was while the comic uh, 
so I finished it. <laughs> I finished the whole comic. I came to the end of the story. Um, and I wanted to wrap up a few threads uh, of like character arcs and stuff like that. So I made about, uh, I guess, about 30 pages worth of epilogue content, just kind of little scenes showing like where characters ended up, that sort of thing. And um, timing wise, I, I knew this moment was coming for a long time. And uh, so what I started planning for it, I guess, like, man, eight months ahead of time. And I wanted to time the Kickstarter to print the final two volumes of Chiralt with when the epilogue chapter was running. But I was going to like run out of actual story pages months before that. So what I decided to do was that the comic would wrap up in, I think, like November, December, November or December. And then there was a period of about three months when I wanted to launch the Kickstarter in March. And I filled the time in between that running uh, fan comics. And the comics that I posted during that time, I had actually received them during uh, the period where I was kickstarting volume one of Chiralt, because um, I, uh, I I made like a little fan comic mini book. I, I, solic- <laughs> I requested fan art during that time period, and I got a bunch of really beautiful uh, little short comics about it. And uh, so when it came time that I was ending the comic, I just asked all the artists who had like thrown things into that little fan comic PDF mini book if it was okay for me to post them on the website kind of for all the readers to see and everyone agreed to it. So I had a good three, three ish months worth of like steady updating of these fan comics. And then when those ran out, I started running the epilogues and I launched the Kickstarter and all the timing was kind of falling into place. Uh, So it was a lot of planning. It, it kind of was and wasn't a break because like Kickstarters are so much work. It's, even more work than just making the comic. Oh my god, they are. But it was it was a ton of fun. And I mean, I I hope I, I like to believe I hope that the people who contributed the art enjoyed it and hopefully that I could kick them a few readers in turn uh as kind of late you know, link them off of my stuff. Old timey web ring. Web rings, bring them back. <laughs> was a lovely time in web comics. <laughs> it sure was uh yeah for me i i i did some filler content uh some guest art calls at the end of the first chapter and at the end of the second chapter um those are mostly you know just like wanting to keep momentum going because uh one of the hardest parts in making web comics is the first few chapters those are always, you know, yes, there's going to be the honeymoon phase where you start to start getting into sort of the feel of the comic. You're starting to get going. You're excited about it, but you're probably not going to have that many readers in the first chapter or two or three. That is the the, the case for most web comics. So keeping momentum going during that time was very key for me. Um, and then I started took my first big break in chapter three, but... Um, during that break, during my large break, I didn't do any calls. I just like flat out said everyone, we're not, no new content. We'll see at the end of the year. Um, and, uh, just, that's how it was. Um, and don't feel bad for doing it either way either. Like you don't necessarily have to, you know, keep your readers entertained 
constantly while it does keep them coming to your sites and remembering that your site is part of their sort of rotation of sites that they visit if it's not going to be sustainable for your for your workload you don't have to do it it's a lot of planning even if it's just like you soliciting guest art you still have to process the requests you still have to you know manage like oh have you worked on your page yet have you gotten this to me yet and then you have to manage the schedules and you end up spending a ton of time managing something that's supposed to be a break so definitely you know listen to uh listen to how you know your 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 readers are but you come first you know we talk a lot about like kind of taking care of yourself knowing your output knowing how you create it and you know the journey that kind of takes uh hold during this whole process because like we've said multiple times before uh web comics do take a very long time to create produce you know post yada 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 uh i kind of want to dive a little about what you would like other creators or comic readers to know or understand about this whole process that is hiatuses and breaks I mean, I think we get into this view that um, we have to have an excuse. We have to have a doctor's note or something to be able to take a break. But this this isn't your job. This isn't school. The assistant manager of webcomics isn't going to fire you if you say no. <laughs> Um, you know, we get it. It's this Puritan philosophy that work equals morality and you have some moral imperative to be professional. Um, I, I feel that a lot, like, but it's your hobby. This is your hobby. You're, you're probably not making money from this, so it should be fun. And the cool thing about our hobby is that even if you don't, accomplish every single thing you originally thought you were going to do everything you finish still has value so um so there are people who you know, they take a break for whatever reason life happens at them and they can't come back um but whatever you're able to bring to the world of web comics is something that didn't exist before and it's something you learned from and it's something that somebody else enjoyed and that's really really cool it's the beauty of web comics. Yeah, it's it's just such a beautiful medium because I mean, even if you don't finish things, it, like you did something, you did that, you made a thing, and you should be proud of that. You should be very proud of that. But also know that this is this is a hobby that has seasons for some people, and it's not you know a lifelong thing that you necessarily have to commit to. I think that's just really important to keep in mind when. When you do take breaks, um, like I said, I try to stay in communication with my readers if possible. If I can put like an end date on my break, um, that's something I try to do. But yeah, some some readers get really disappointed and entitled about it. <laughs> um, I had a friend who took a break to work on their print volume. They raised like thousands of dollars on Kickstarter and it was a ton of work for them. And somebody like in the middle of this work, they threw this dumb comment on their page during their campaign like well i guess this comic's never coming back and it's dead now and i'm like first of all why are you trying to shame somebody into coming back out of hiatus in what universe do you think that's ever gonna work it's super rude don't do this and and anything you might drive them 
more to not come back. Yeah, like I don't think people even think about it because they're disappointed and they they just want to vent someplace. But don't do this on somebody's webcomic site. Don't at them. Nothing like that. Chances are someone's on break because they needed the break and they don't need to explain it to you. They don't need to to like necessarily bring it to a, a valid conclusion or whatever. Um, I mean, I'm the kind of person who I, I really like to to try to come to a natural stopping point, but that might not even be possible, you know, depending on what my hand does. So um, the the fact of the matter is if a comic artist goes on break and you're a reader, they're not trying to personally offend you. Nobody ever died from not getting to read a web comic. Just take a step back take a breath there's lots of other comics out there that are updating and and just um understand there's a person behind it the audacity you come to me on the eve of my web comics kickstarter (laughs) (laughs) well now at least one person's gone uh, gotten killed for over reading the web comics (laughs) (laughs) serious business it is oh yeah Oh, I, I just, I, I think that like, if, if you aren't contractually obligated to have a specific update schedule, you should be able to be in charge of when you upload, how you upload, how you update. You are in control of, you are the captain of your own ship and your boss is you. So if you need to take a week off, a month off, a year off, to handle you know life whatever do it it doesn't matter like it's you you are ultimately in charge of your comic not your readers not the community it's you so you got to put yourself first in this and like yeah some comics places like webtoons or hiveworks have things in their contract and crispy could probably go into more of that but they where they do have some contractually obligated updates you know in a certain number of pages per month or whatever or a certain number of episodes a year or whatever for the scroll comics but if you're not contractually obligated you don't 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 do it <laughs> you know if you need that break <laughs> one of the things that a lot of creators kind of get swept up in is that you'll see on social media like a lot of like the hot tips how to stay relevant which is great there's some good stuff to find in there but it doesn't apply to everybody and you know to Renny's point about you know being contractually obligated to do stuff I mean I'm with a publisher that I've signed a contract to do x amount of updates but that's not the case for everybody else and that's not the case for people who have it as a hobby or anything like that so don't ever feel like you're pressured to keep up with like some people's outputs too because our goals aren't always the same or our circumstances aren't always the same either and that doesn't mean that you're going to slip into um, not being relevant either because a lot of people do actually have varying degrees of updating your comics so that's something to really really keep in mind with you know maybe it works for me to upload once a week maybe it works for others to upload 20 pages a month whatever what have you so you know just keep that in mind with updating how you update why you update and you know that you don't have to relate to others speed of output a thousand percent yeah and like 
and like a lot like the vast majority of web comics creators are people who are making their first web comic that's generally speaking the majority of the community so you're you're still new at making this craft so like take the time to like mess around play with you know the, the mediums get dirty you know make mistakes you'll learn a ton that way and if you don't give yourself the room to learn because you're like oh i have to draw these three pages this week or else i'm gonna i'm gonna disrespect the family i don't like that's not gonna happen like take the time to learn and like build that into your schedule and if you're you're on a roll maybe go at one upload a week and use that time and to build a buffer and learn that's entirely reasonable strategy especially for newcomers to the medium you gotta you gotta let your life dictate the needs of your schedule and it shouldn't be the other way around because that's that's a surefire way to burn out and lose friends <laughs> yeah i think uh one of the when it when it comes to taking breaks i, I feel like so long as there's any amount of communication that a break is happening like that goes a long way uh to mitigating any like salty feelings um aside from the readers who are going to be crappy about it but they'd probably be be crappy about it anyway honestly don't worry about (laughs) tell them to get off your back (laughs) yeah um another thing on the subject of uh readers i mean it is it is true that when a comic is not updating it'll see like a drop in traffic and sometimes readers may drop off and uh and go elsewhere but like that happens even when comics are updating actively like readers also are growing and changing as people and there's kind of a natural attrition of readers as you gain new ones like old ones you know get older they lose track of the comic they come back to it three years later like you don't know (laughs) what's going on with them uh they're doing their own thing so the most you can do is kind of try to try to post when you return and uh maybe let people know if you expect that there's going to be a long break in updates and that's your responsibility and i do want to point out that there is a lot of valid paranoia with taking breaks and you know quote unquote losing readers having people shift and stuff like that with the fact that uh nowadays you can see those stats directly if you post on something like webtoons or tapas um, with the subscribers and I will say that a subscriber isn't necessarily a reader either so that's something to kind of keep in mind because I've definitely seen it bog down quite a lot of people and that's a really hard battle to kind of fight daily. Webtoon subs in particular are so weird because the readers who subscribe there many of them are so casual that they might not be actually keeping up with the comic. Maybe they subscribed like on a whim when they saw it in a promotion and they haven't read it. And then what can happen sometimes is if the comic is not being actively featured on the site and isn't gaining readers super quickly, you might go through a period where every time you update, you lose subs. <laughs> and it's a weird, it's a weird and bad feeling. Um, but it it definitely that by itself kind of went a long way to like making me be like, oh, no, I, I can't stop updating or I'll lose subscribers. It's like, well, no, updating also loses subscribers. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. And, and I in no means is that a reflection on the work. I think that this is just something that is 
unfortunately new <laughs> to some of the platforms that can get people really, really bogged down, like I said, with those numbers. So I would 100% not equate like your worth to your work to a metric like that. I feel like, I mean, Webtoon as a platform is fairly new, but I feel like the only thing that's new about that trend among readers is that it's more visible because there's a number attached to it. Like with when it comes to like the more traditional school of webcomics that are updating on like their own website, you probably have no idea except in terms of looking at like monthly traffic hits and whatnot, how many people are reading, who stopped reading, who came back after five years, that sort of thing. But now it's kind of more easily tracked, I suppose, through the subscriber numbers. I am blissfully ignorant. <laughs> It's true. And, and part of the other problem is that it's so, all this information is so public so that like it, it gets into this, 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 this public psyche that you have to, you know, you have to perform and it's not necessarily even true. It's just, it's this weird mentality that, that comes up anytime like stats get involved too. So like you can't really let stats dictate your breaks <laughs> that's not healthy <laughs> no i i feel like if there's one thing that uh i would want to say to like other creators or new creators is just like don't be afraid of taking breaks whenever you need to like the fact that you have launched a comic does not mean that it's a promise to keep updating it forever so just do it if you need to yeah, the the amazing and universal thing is that an absolute majority of webcomics are free and the creators who are creating webcomic are doing it mainly for free. Um not a whole lot get a whole lot of money to 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 make these things. So just kind of take that put it in the back of your head and my favorite comic will return i'm hoping they're having a great break because this is a nice little service that they're doing for the community i'm reading a nice free story so um i totally get being discouraged when my favorite things aren't you know there and you know i'm just so anxious to see where they go but it's definitely a a a staple to creating uh not even with web comics with with anything at all like whether you be a musician or uh, a painter or a printer or whatever taking breaks for some kind of creative output or even just work in general um will save you in the long run yeah don't get those repetitive stress injuries they're bad oh yeah oh, god it's in the, like i said no web comic is worth hurting yourself over and even when you're like not working on your comic, you're still taking in creative influence, whether it's from life in general or from the things you're watching on TV or so it's like it's you're still moving forward in a, in a, in a, in a strange kind of way. Well, I think that this is a pizza roll-up wrap. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this episode. I have been uh, Renny, and you can find my work at capeblast.com. And I've been Varathane. You can find my work at chiralt.sevensmith.net or at witchwoodcomic.com. I've been Absolute Crispy Crunch, and you can find my work at www.ghostjunksleepmiths.com. And I've been Delphina, and you can find my comic Sombulus at Sombulus.com. And we'll see you later. 
Now we're gonna eat so much pizza when Screen Tones goes on hiatus. I'm gonna oh my roll gosh. my pizza. Oh, no, like oh. deep fry it. You gotta oh, roll yes. it and deep fry it. Oh, like extra calzone. Oh gosh. Okay. You know what? Thank you for listening to Screen Tones, a webcomic podcast. Want to know some other ways to support us? Check out our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash screentonescast, where your support will help us create more episodes, reach cool extra bonus goals, and keep us talking about anything and everything webcomics. You can also find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and our Discord server. Thank you so much for listening, sharing, rating, and supporting, and we'll see you next time.